Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's episode is Yoga After Giving Birth. Before I get into today's episode, I want to invite you to try the Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes with me. You'll get a free trial if you sign up now, and I have a library of anatomy-based yoga classes that are great for everybody, including new mamas, plus a different daily class with me every day. And I also do specially monthly live streams, so check it out and see me at movementbylara.com. So I am asked often uh, about yoga after giving birth, and this could be right after, this could be a couple of months after, I mean, ultimately it could be years after, but I'm talking about the more and the more postnatal type of yoga, how soon to practice, what to do, and um, how to teach someone who has just given birth, like how to start incorporating core exercises and all that. So the first thing uh, I would say is it depends for every individual. Every birth experience is different. Every pregnancy is different. And so really there's almost three stages of pregnancy. There's the being pregnant, there's the giving birth, and then there's the afterbirth. And those are all part of the birth experience. And so some people will have a really easy pregnancy and then a really difficult birth. And so their after birth experience is almost harder than the pregnancy was. Other people can have a really tough pregnancy, easy birth and easy afterbirth. And then some people can have easy pregnancy, really hard birth. And then sometimes the afterbirth can be kind of in between, right? So it's very, it's, it's varied. So what I will often ask people is, um, what they were doing before the the birth, like how, how active, 
uh, the person was, the mama was in those, because that does matter. Those nine months, people should, if, unless they had any specific reasons they weren't allowed to exercise or, or not do certain things, uh, they should be, if, if they've stayed active, the afterbirth is a lot easier for sure. And so I first want to know, like, what were you doing during birth? Were you mostly sitting and taking it easy? Then we're going to start really from there, knowing that there was almost a deconditioning happening with the pregnancy. And there's been um, actually research studies that have shown that women who had any kind of bed rest, there is, is really challenging for the mom to come to come back from that. It's like twice as long. There's a lot of deconditioning that happens. And so they've actually shown that um, bed rest is, is not really recommended unless it's absolutely for the baby or the mom's health. Uh, so I'm saying this from some of the research that I've read and from the doctors that I've talked to. And it does show like when women um, don't decide not to do a lot because they're pregnant and, or they've They've gotten away with it and now they're pregnant and it, 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 they've become deconditioned. It's, it does take a lot more to kind of overcome all of that. But let's say you've, so I'd find that out first, but say you were active during your birth, I mean, during your pregnancy. And then the next thing I would say is, well, what was the birth like? So the birth, birthing experience will also kind of determine where you can start and how quickly you can start. So if you had a C-section, you're going to know there is, you, you can't really start much for six to eight weeks because your, your incision is healing. You might be able to walk and things like that, but picking up heavy items, certainly doing any core work, all that will not even be allowed until the, the surgical healing time has passed. But if you had a vaginal birth and you don't have any restrictions, how soon could you start up moving again, practicing yoga and things like that? Uh, I would say that you have to listen to your body. With my own experience, um, I had one, my daughter was was my first, and it was a very, very, very long labor, really um, challenging, and the labor, just because it was so long, which is very normal for first time. And then my cervix was not opening up. Like it got to three, and then it just stayed at three, even though I was having full-on Full on contractions for every you know thirty sixty seconds or whatever. Uh, so I had I had to end up getting some assistance and and getting opened up so to speak like not not from a C section but the OB was came in there and helped me helped manually open me. Sorry if that's too much information, but the point is that that was a difference. My son came. It was like hard labor, super fast, and and the birth was relatively, quote unquote, easier compared to that first. So with my daughter, I took it more easy. I had been pushing for a long time. I just felt really worn out. And walking was the first thing I did for a long time. And then I would say at about three or four weeks, I started to look down at my belly and make that connection. Like the abdominals, look down there and like say, okay, can you start to pull in? So I would say one of the first things, wherever you are, whether, and I did this with my son as well, whether you've had a C-section, whether you've had an easy or more challenging birth, is when it, whenever you're ready, you should start looking at your abdominals and start connecting there and imagine them firming and pulling together the webbing of the abdominals. I've talked about that. It's not just pulling the belly in, but imagine like the entire 
webbing from the solar plexus. If you look at the navel, the belly button, and then go outward like the sun and like it's a spider web, all of that pulls together toward the center, toward the navel, and then that all pulls back. So you've got like this in the deep pit of the belly. So looking there, the visual is a great way for the brain to start connecting to the firing of the muscles. So the first thing I would say for mamas out there is look down and start connecting to your abdominals. Even if you see like the post, the postnatal belly, even if you've got the uterus still pushing out, like you, it looks like you're a couple months pregnant, no matter what, start looking there and being like, that housed my baby, look at that. And, and, and don't shame yourself for any of that, any belly that's still there. But what you can do is start to connect to the, the underneath, underneath the, um, the belly and the abdominals because that connection is going to make you feel a lot stronger, a lot more engaged. And I hate to overuse that word, but connected. You're going to feel connected to that. It's not going to be like what is, I sometimes say with mom is the twilight zone. You know, the pelvic floor and the low belly and all of that just becomes like the twilight zone because it was stretched out. It might have been even more than stretched out. It might have been surgically opened. So you just need to first connect with it. And so I'd say whenever that is, whether it's within two weeks or within two months, start doing that. But you need to do it on the earlier side of whatever is available, whatever, you know, if, if surgery or, or otherwise, because if you wait too long, it just is going to take, it's the, the, it's like the message is that much slower. So start to connect to there. there that is the center that house the baby, but that's also the center of your energy exchange is the center of the core that is responsible for giving you stability with movement. So the quicker you connect there in, in small ways, the easier it is going to be to get back to moving in bigger ways. So connect there. Start by looking down and just putting your hand there and pressing the hand down so that and then kind of merging everything together, like grabbing the skin and pulling it all. And then bring your hand away and try and hold using your abdominals. And then maybe lift the head up a little bit and add some, just by looking down and lifting your head up, you'll start to add some demand to that area. And I remember with, with both my babies, when I started doing that, I would look down and it would just be like quivering you know, and I just smile because I'm like, okay, that quivering is not weakness. It's awakening. It's awakening. And it's quivering because it hasn't had that demand put on it, but it's awakening to the demand now, which is really lovely. So just look at this as a new stage of getting to know yourself and getting to know this area and getting to reconnect to it. So I would say that the start with that. And when you are if you're a yoga teacher or a movement practitioner and you're working with new mamas, have them do this. Have them use their hands and their eyes to connect to that area, to start to bring more awareness and firepower. And then what you do is you you start adding the demand as needed, as, as allowed. So you can bring your hands behind your head and on an exhale, lift up a little bit off the, you know, off of your head and maybe off the shoulder blades a little bit and see, and keep looking down, keep seeing that area, keep it. And maybe it's quivering, but you just put your hand there and you help it out. So one hand's behind your head and one hand is there. And then you start taking it into other positions where it can stabilize. So one would be against the wall, stand against the wall. And this could be for anybody, but really it's great for, for new moms go against the wall Put the shoulder blades against the wall, the skull against the wall, the sacrum, um, or some part of your butt flesh against the wall, and then 
pull the belly together, that webbing, and pull it back toward the wall and see if you can hold it there for five, 10 seconds. You might have to hold your breath as you're doing it. Don't turn blue in the face, but just use the use all of those muscles because what you're trying to actually do is you're using all the muscles to help your abdominal wall. And some of those muscles also help you breathe. So sometimes you'll hold your breath because you're trying to use everything just to help you hold the abdominals. So use the wall as a, as a feedback for which the belly is, uh, the abdominals are going to pull down into or into. And then on the floor, you can do the same thing. You can pull down and instead of lifting your hands or lifting your head, you can try also lifting one knee, just bring one knee above your hip. So your back is on the floor. We're not in a bridge here, but you're just starting to move the limbs and hold, hold, hold the core together. So that's really the big job of the core is to hold together as the limbs move. So you could bring one leg up and then the other and hold, hold, hold. So you do that on the floor. You do that on next um, with the wall and then start doing it as you're walking. Can you hold that region together as you start walking? As you start walking, if you're carrying the baby, really hold it. And then when you're, when you feel like you're doing all of that, uh, with more and more time of, of being able to connect to the abdominals, then you can start adding bigger movement patterns. So getting back into a yoga practice is going to be slow. You're going to hold things for longer because you want to pay attention to that area and include the pelvic floor in that area. The area uh, between your pubic bone and anus and between your two sit bones, imagine this like diamond area there drawing all of those points of contact together and, and giving that some firmness because the pelvic floor has probably been stretched. Uh, the other thing that you want to think about when you're starting to move and all this is that you have hormones in you. You've got hormones left over from birth. And if you're nursing, you have extra hormones from there. So all of your ligaments are affected by hormones. So it's much better for you to draw into your strength and hold things for a little bit, like going into a plank instead of big, big movement patterns where you're mobilizing the hips and moving with it. So just know those bigger transitions that we do in yoga, you will need your core even more because of the um, hormones that are present. So in summary, it's good to know what your background is, meaning what you were doing before the birth, how the birth was will determine a lot how quickly you can get back into things. But as soon as you are able to start to look down and connect visually to this area and start to tighten in the core area. Then start to do some other things like the abdominal work I was talking about, just holding it and maybe adding a lift off with the head, going against the wall and pulling all that, the webbing of the abdominals together, going on the ground and marching your legs. Start working on a bridge pose as well because working the glutes is part of the core as well. So on the floor with the knees bent and the feet on the floor, lift up. Don't lift up too high just till you really feel those glutes turn on. And then go back to that feeling of the webbing of the abdominals is also pulling together and down and try and hold that. So the holds are going to be more important in the earlier stages because of those hormones and because you're trying to get the firepower going again.
It's almost as if some of the soldiers of the firepower have been sleeping, and so you need to wake them up. The more active you were during pregnancy, the quicker that will happen, unless you had a really you know hard birth. So be easy on yourself. You have just had a baby, you've housed a baby, and you're coming back to yourself. You're reconnecting. But don't don't ignore it either. Like there's a lot of women who just put it all into the baby and just ignore that their body has needs to be rehabilitated, needs to be reconnected. So do not hesitate. Take care of yourself um, because it, it gets a little bit harder as the time goes on. It's not impossible. So if you're two years out and you're like, oh gosh, that was me, hey, start now. But if you're just about to have a baby or you're thinking about it or in the recovery, the sooner you can get connecting, the better. And remember, you um, have just done something so amazing. And so be, be um, drink that in, drink that in. This was uh, having a baby and growing a baby and all the stuff that's required is uh, is amazing. It's, it's challenging. It's the most glorious and hardest thing. And so be gentle on yourself, but nurture yourself by paying attention to you, to you, first and foremost. So pulling for you, all you mamas and mamas-to-be. And um, let me know if you have any questions. You can write me at laura at movementbylaura.com. Share this with any moms who might need it or new moms. Sending you lots of hugs. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.